This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another scintillating edition of Take the Black Live, the only show on the internet where we have the cojones mas grandes to talk about things like, you know, uh, dragons and space lasers and uh, evil, uh, the eldritch horrors from alternate dimensions invading our world, trying to get a piece of us. I am Dan Selke, the editor of Winter's Coming Net. I'm here with Daniel Roman, the other editor of Winter's Coming Net. Two Dans, no waiting. Daniel, how are you doing? I am doing splendidly. I'm really excited about some stuff we have to talk about today. And, uh, you know, navigating the perils of Demogorgon television viewing. I'm a little sick. So if if people listening, if you hear me sniffling or like using this cup to cover my mouth, that's why. It happens. But yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, how, I mean- are, how are you today? I'm doing great. I don't get sick. I think it's weak, but um, it's fine that you did. I have no problem with that at all. And also, um, it's Thank relatable. You. And uh, Julie pointed out that we were late. We were. I'm sorry. But like Daniel's yeah. sickness, sometimes things happen. Technology goes wrong. And I think it makes it's us true. just even more somehow uh, relatable and delightful. And thanks, everybody, for joining yeah. in. Thanks, Julie. Thanks, Martha. Thanks, Christian. Thanks over on YouTube. Um, the illustrious Lord Crackhead 33. We're happy to have all of you on here to talk about the main topic for today, which is the television so Stranger Things. So this television show went on since 2016, I believe, on Netflix. One of those like kind of small, um, I mean, not small, like it, it was just sort of a inauspicious debut. No one really expected a giant yeah. anything giant from it. And it ended up blowing up into one of the shows of the decade so far, I would say. Like there's yeah, it is. Def- I'd say it's Netflix's biggest hit. Definitely it's most kind of uh buzzworthy whenever it comes around. I mean, they also have Bridgerton and they have a couple other things, but nothing has sort of yeah. stuck around as long and become as much of an event as Netflix. Uh, sorry, as Stranger yeah. Things thus far. If you watch the show, Daniel. I have. I have watched the show. I'm a little rusty because I watched the third season basically right when it aired and I'm due for mm-hmm. a rewatch. Which was so a long time ago. It, yeah, that was pre-pandemic. It was. it was 2019. It was their summer blockbuster season. It came out for 4th of July. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think Stranger Things is almost kind of like proof that word of mouth phenomenons can still be a thing. In this, I mean, probably they're more a thing now than ever, really, in the Internet age. But like, yeah, I remember when the first season came out and it was like Netflix didn't put tons of marketing into it. It was just everybody gradually was talking mm-hmm. about it and got all their friends curious like, about you know Demi Gorgons. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's if it's not Netflix's biggest show, it certainly feels like it's their most important one at the moment or their most influential one at the does. moment like yeah and much like tent pole like it's like that bridgerton yeah. uh, uh the crown is but that's one that they put glossy into netflix doesn't really advertise in general their strategy has always been yeah. just put stuff out there and see what happens 
except like the crown, I guess they did put some stuff behind because there were so many celebrities involved with it. But usually it's just good luck. Just like set the ship out and just yep. see what happens. And it's yep. worked out for them, including with this. And they released a new spiffy, shiny new trailer for the upcoming yes. fourth season, the penultimate season of this yeah. young adult. Do you know the word for the kind of story that's about um, a person growing up? There's a word, a storytelling it's word. A, a coming of age story. It. I mean, that's the like normal English, but it's like a stupid literature, literary word for it that I don't <sighs> remember what it is. So I'm just going to ignore it. If any of you know, st- comment. Yeah. It's like a fancy Latin word, but who cares? Ooh, uh, a Latin this, I yeah, my, my Latin. No Latin here today. <laughs> true, but yes, this uh, the, this very this paranormal coming of age story, very exciting. And there's a new trailer for the penultimate season. I thought we would watch it and see what feelings arise. It's a build. Thank you, Richard. It's a Bildungs Roman story. A Bildungs Roman story Apparently. is a coming of age story. Uh, ugly, ugly word. But it is, it means something to people. I thought we would build on Roman. We watch the new trailer and see um, what we can see from this new edition of Stranger Things. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's hit it. Okay. So okay. right off. Okay, Stranger Things, moody, dark. And they're yep. going, so put it on pause, Richard. So yeah, this is the wreckage from the end of last season. Probably. And where Hopper the, disappeared. As Christian says, it, look, it looks like it's hurts the Pilgrim Truman. I agree. Growing up does hurt. Very insightful <laughs> question. Ooh, not, that's why. That's why that word is painful to say. Adolescence it is difficult be. and tricky. The show's coming along long enough now that it has like its own mythology of gates yeah. and alternate dimensions and powers and government organizations. And it's kind of starting to barrel in on that. And as uh, the illustrious crackhead um lord cracker 33 has said they have said that it is their game of thrones seasons we're going to see a bigger expansion i think of the mythology this time hit it yeah they're promising answers this season which is exciting and a little nerve-wracking yeah because the last time they gave us answers that terrible season two episode where 11 went off on her own and like nobody liked it so maybe stick to mysteries yeah can we pause on that clock? Ooh, the clock. Yeah, the clock. So I uh, I listened to a breakdown of this trailer that the Duffer Brothers did. So this clock, for let's just note this clock, it's apparently going to be integral to the season and especially the Creel House plot line, which is what's going to be going down in Hawkins. They have and like a haunted house. The, the uh, intoning evil voice over the start. We'll come back to that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, hit it. Punch it. And of course, we have. I can't hear it, but of course, there is 80s music over this. There is Journeys. What was that song called? Separate Ways. Separate Ways. I like that song. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Put a pause for this one because go back to the image of the young redheaded lady looking at her brother's gravestone, which is okay. So just take note of this too because this is Max Sadie Sink, who is a appealing character. At the gravestone of her brother Billy, who died last season, yep. defending Eleven with his life, 
after he got yep. possessed by an evil alternate dimension organism from the spooky place, the Mind Flayer, after he was kind of like a, a um, like an evil uh, standard issue 80s bully jock with some edge thrown on. It's kind of interesting that they're focusing on him because he wasn't that big of a deal, but it might be a method to the madness. Also, yeah. not that this matters. Like, I don't know why it bothered me that the narration here is Max saying like, Billy, I don't know if you can hear me. And I'm like, well, he's he, he's dead. He can't, dear. But you go Brutal. ahead. Brutal. Brutal. But that could actually mean something, too. Anyway, punch it. Yeah, I did wonder if, uh, you know, that, that was some kind of hint. But I think it's, you know, she's going through her grieving process. Oh, no, I think it and... actually might be. We'll get to that. Oh, anyway, okay. Okay. Now, I've gone down some tinfoil rabbit holes since then. And now I, 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 I my, my brains are in the exploding phase. And I think I'm thinking something. Okay. Oh, put on a pause there. Yeah. Lucas is a. Uh... Yeah. Let's pause on Lucas and his basketball jersey. So the kids are in high school. It's, it's different. Is that high school? It's different time. Yeah. It's they're going into high school this year, the younger kids. And uh, cool. they're splitting off a little bit. So like, you know, you were in, you were in high school once Mm -hmm. there's kind of this idea that like people find different interests and like, can they stay friends if they were childhood friends as their interests diverge? It's all part of a good building's Roman. (laughs) That's right. By the way, Martha knew that too. So apparently it's just like a a commonly known word. I mean, just not here. Do you, (laughs) it should be though. Do you like, like, so stranger things to me has always been, I've always liked it. I like the show. I've never, I've always been interested in the show. It always does seem a little torn between like, is it an eighties pastiche where it doesn't have really much, like much new to say, is it an earnest Bill Dung's Roman coming of age drama? Like, is it a, a, a paranormal action show? Like I, I I don't think I've ever been like, I like that it's committed to developing its characters and having them move on to the next stage of their life. I don't know if like I absolutely burn with desire to see how the kids are doing in high school. You know what yeah, I mean? I, I I do. I I agree with that. The and you know, part of that is probably the age, you know, where it's only so sure. relatable to, yeah. you know, mid mid thirties people watching it. But so it's <laughs> that's your not, mouth. you know I am twenty uh, fair, fair. <laughs> I don't want to blow up anyone's spot. <laughs> But I agree with that, that it's it's never been my favorite part of the show, but I can understand why it is an essential part of the show. Mm -hmm. I think it would probably be disingenuous for them to like gloss over or not include something like that if they are going to have a bunch of kids as their core cast. And they do treat it with care. Like they, you can tell that they really are putting effort into this. And then like they have the age references, which is. I don't know. It, it, the 80s shows are confusing in little ways because it's hard to it's hard to kind of disentangle what is an earnest storytelling thing and what is you kind of just giddily reliving your childhood favorites. Yeah, that's that's a pretty fair point. And I think this show has always been in like it's clear they loved this 80s period of yeah. film, but also, you know, their childhoods or whatever. Um, but they have so many references like they're drawing a lot on Nightmare on Elm Street this season they have um oh man well they're classic 80s horror movies that are kind of terrifying and old but still terrifying and they have robert england mm-hmm. i think is his name freddy krueger is in this season we'll yes, see indeed. him later in the trailer but yeah let's let's carry on let's carry on i do like the idea i love the idea of a good high school drama i don't know it's never quite yeah. grabbed me by the hair and I'll just like pause on that clock that is weird i do like surrealist touches clock in a high school not normal abnormal yeah. strange 
Yep. Yep. So I agree with you about the the high school stories. Apparently this is the first time 11 is actually in school. So that's oh, yeah, one of the point. things they're running with this season. Although that's um, Max. Yeah, this is Max. Mm-hmm. And Max is seeing this clock, which apparently is bad news. So it's we don't know what clock. the deal is with the clock. clock. It's connected to the Creel house and it pops up and it is core to the narrative in some way. So just pointing well, it out. Creepy clock. clock in the wall. Creepy <laughs> clock. All right. Let's, let's move on. And here we are in Russia from Russia okay. with love. Is there a cool shot of Russia? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Put it on pause. Put on Hopper. Yeah. On, there, um, there's Hopper looking real forlorn. It's snowy. Of course, he's forlorn. Ooh, look at that bisected uh, lighting. Very. Oh, you know what it is? It's very um, full metal jacket. Very 80s. Very Kubrick. Ooh. Um, also, I just want to say, as last time, so Hopper died at the end of last season. He's back somehow. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, he didn't I, actually I, die. He, he transported yes, he somehow. Did, though. It, I'm afraid this is going to be one. Of, I think I'm, I'm worried this show might be one of those times where Barb's death was accidentally iconic. And now no one else will ever die on this show. I'm starting to wonder that. Well, Billy, no love for did Billy. He, or did or he, did Daniel? He, You're skipping I ahead. think Billy is dead. I think Billy's dead. I thought uh, that, but now I'm not so sure. Yeah. I, you know, the Hopper fake out death, it's one of those things where it's like they really have to pay it off for it to not be lame. And we won't know that till the season happens. But yeah, so he, I guess my, my theory with this, so he was by that, that device in the basement of the mall, uh, which was a secret Russian base. Mm-hmm. So maybe not that like was somehow linked through the upside down to a base. In actual Russia, it, we'll find out. It looks fine. Hopefully. Also, I have to point out. So the last time I pointed this <laughs> he, out, he looks fine. He looks He's fine. in a Russian prison. He's doing okay in that prison, though. I guess. Why well, can't I remember his name? The actor's name. Did you remember the actor's name? I. The first thing that popped in my head is Hellboy, and I know that's not his name. So <laughs> now I'm. I'm not. David Harbor. Thank you, the, Richard. David Harbor is. Thank you, Richard. You you are really really on top of it. By the way, Christmas you're on point of, today. And no, because we did not see a body, probably means. Also, I just want to point out before we go on really quick. I pointed out last time, I, th- I still think I'm right. Stranger Things Series 4 is coming along at the right time because there has never been a better time to have Russians as a villain. Like, it's really relevant right now. And just uh, the timing is That's just kind of perfect. Who could have known that would happen? But that is not for Stranger Brothers. Things, unfortunate in general. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Da-da-da. Oh, All right, roller rink. Classic eighties stuff. There's some, yep. There's two, some, there's some eighties yeah. right there. And we're, and we're in California. We're Uh-oh, in Indiana. Can we pause on this package? Pause on those stamps. Pause so on, again, Winona this is another thing. And Winona Ryder's Rider. Those are Russian stamps. So this Ooh. package is from Russia with love, and apparently is going to be an impetus for Joyce's epic journey this season, according to the Duffers. Cool. Go to her epic journey. Harbor s- sending her stuff from prison. Because I guess the Russians are <laughs> fine with that. But yeah, let's carry on. I don't know why I like I, I appreciate so much about Stranger Things. I, I respect so much about what they're doing. I wish I was more thrilled, but I am excited for it. I'm just not over the moon excited for it. I yeah, do like I feel the, the same. This trailer got me more excited, but right. I've, that is exactly how I felt, what you just said. 
Oh, oh, put it on uh, pause. Yeah. Uh, well, not pause. Yeah, this is good. But just put it on, on, on 11. We got pause on Paul. 11. Also, her haircuts are going all over the place. <laughs> like she has long hair and she has short hair. I wonder what's happening. And we got Paul. That's how Reiser. you can tell what season it is. So they're going to do flashback because there's definitely like at one point a flashback to like her in her little hospital gown. And she looks like younger. Yes. I don't know how they did that, but yeah, I have no idea how they did it, but they have confirmed that is a flashback. So we are, and that is before season one. So they're going to be showing kind of what happened with the other numbers. The other numbered children right. is the thing they're going to get into this season. And I assumed, you know, that that would be another like 11 goes off and meets them like she did in whatever season that was. Season two, maybe. Yeah. She's um, like the unofficial main character of the show. And it hasn't super worked out when that's happened. But second time's the charm. Okay, yeah move forward and we got paul riser here of course mad about you veteran yeah. and aliens front man paul riser well That's aliens right. back man okay go ahead aliens aliens sleazeball man he's he's the sleazy businessman i've actually aliens. Never seen aliens i know it's really <gasps> bad i know it's really really bad i've seen alien i've seen alien resurrection okay, i just did not oh see uh, I, I don't know how it happened that's it was aliens is james cameron it's classic you gotta, you gotta watch that one. I was in the theater. Like that's the kind of movie I want to see. Like when they're showing it at, at like Music Box or something in Chicago. Like I don't really want to see it. That's fair. So well. can I, can we pause? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's pause. Go forward. That that works. So we're in a coliseum here. Um, <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. Apparently, this is a sequence that the showrunners had wanted to do for years. Is some kind of coliseum sequence with a demigorgon. Okay. So we're gonna see one jump out in a sec. And apparently it was all sorts of crazy to get a set big enough to do this. So the Demigorgon hmm. could gladiator it up with Hopper. Want to hit the it? Classic villain move, right? Just like get your hero, yeah. put him in. It doesn't matter if it's Roman times or 1985 or whatever. Just like put him in the lion's den with an alternate dimension. Eat your face off monster and hit it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Richard with a great comment here from um, about the mythology. The machine was making doorways in the upside down. I assume Hopper hopped into the opening doorway before the explosions five like a bit, but it's so late. Just don't show me yep. them dying if they're not going to actually die. If I can follow through with it. Oh, uh, Max levitating. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Can we pause on that? Max levitating. So, yeah. What this sh shot could be out I, of the I have a theory about this. It, it totally. It looks so X-Men, this shot. What do you Which think? Again, is Does she 80s? have powers? Is she possessed? What, what I, do you think is going on here? I think Billy is the big villain somehow. And I think he's communicating through her, through the dimensions, through the grave. It would explain why she's talking to him, even though he's dead. I mean, yeah. there are other reasons for that. And it's the theory going around the internet and I'm going to subscribe to it. I was going to go ahead and you're, do it. You're on board. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think, I mean, my first thought was, oh man, did she get power somehow? Like, I, I'm just going to keep referencing the Duffers here because they've given us all sorts sure. of juicy stuff. For this scene, they said she shouldn't have seen that clock when they were talking about oh, this scene. Clocks so do I don't know if this you. is the clocks. Yeah, if this is going to be some kind of she's possessed and it's that's why they have to go to the Creel house. Um, but yeah, let's we'll see what happens. Keep I don't think she forward. has powers, though. Someone else levitates later, like some random dude. Maybe it's a magic trick. So yeah, they always mix together like the paranormal and then they have this like 80s kind of pa corporate yep. paranoia uh, Can we pause on. on Robert Englund back there and with the eyes? And his lack of eyes. Yeah, sorry. It all happened so fast. So fast. 
yeah. So Robert Englund here, Freddy Krueger. We don't know. I, he's not Freddy Krueger in the show, but he played Freddy Krueger. Um, he's Victor Creel in the show. So he's uh, presumably it's his creepy mansion that the kids are going to. I don't know what the deal is with this. The Duffer said this season was inspired by Nightmare on Elm Street. So it was kind of sure. like a crazy kismet that they were able to get him at all to do this. Um, is it? What's he doing? I don't know. What is he doing? Does he have eyes? No, I mean, like Robert Englund. We don't know. Like, how hard could it have been? Oh, oh, to get Robert Englund? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know what he does in his off time. Does he have a creepy house he hangs out in? Do you think he's colorblind? Are In the show or in real life? In the show. I think he's probably all the blind. All, all kinds of blind is my <laughs> guess. Because some, something's up with his eyes here. I wonder if he's going to have some kind of link to the upside down. We'll see. I was pretty happy with that. I don't care what your things. All right, go forward. <laughs> Gotta love it. Uh, all right. Okay. No, wait. We'll pause like on the, the face. We'll pause on it. Okay. Okay. I'm jumping the gun here. So yeah, they have a new spooky. Hit it. Go forward. A new spooky villain. Oh, here he is. Deep intoning the Night voice. King. Fully the Night King. I'm sorry. Like when I saw this, like go, go like pause when he's like kind of a yeah. Can we lit. pause on his beautiful mug? So it's almost disappointing because like so, so they're going to introduce a humanoid person of a villain, like you know because the upside down has always been like this unknowable alternate dimension full of malevolent but also like Lovecraftian unknowable creatures that don't look like us, can't talk. We don't know what their motives are. Now there's a guy who's talking like there's some upside down yep. person who looks like a corpse and um, he can communicate with us and he looks like a human being. And I immediately thought Night King was immediately, which is not fair. Yeah. I mean, this could also like they're 80s people. It also looks like pinhead. It also looks like yep. pinhead. <laughs> oh, come, yeah. But, but sort of doesn't. I'm sorry. I mean, that, that's in my head right now. Yeah, that's it's a. I mean, how are we not going to think of the Night King? It's so prominent in the cultural, you know, mind right now in the past five years. But yeah, they they talked about um, wanting to do the Mothman says Mothman. Yeah, a pinhead Mothman, Freddy Krueger type villain for a long time on the show, and Mm -hmm. this is the season. So I like okay. I I don't know if they're going to do this. I don't know if they have the guts to do this. Because we were just talking about fake out deaths, but I feel like the thing that made a lot of those villains really scary was they were in horror movies. And a lot of times, I mean, most of the cast of those kinds of movies didn't survive. I feel like it would be so terrifying if they took a villain like this, like a Freddy Krueger type scary villain that comes for them in certain ways and actually killed some of the cast off um, so that it is like a horror movie where they're just trying to survive and not all of them do. I don't know if they the, would do that. It though. will not happen. See the other, theory, you don't think so? No, because they have to do, get season five. So they, they, they can't close yeah. people. And I'm starting to wonder if they're not really the kill people off type uh, because, okay. The theory is That's this fair. guy is Billy somehow. There's also a behind, we don't have this like behind the scenes shot of the actor Darcy Montgomery getting into like full body makeup and Ooh, not okay. quite sure what it's for, but you know, people have their guesses. Okay. Or like that entity 
who has a Dungeons and Dragons name. Of course he does. Um, I don't know, absorbs Billy's consciousness or something or uses his voice. I'm not saying it's like, it's the guy, like I died and then I became yeah. pinhead and I'm going to go to harass you from beyond <laughs> the grave. I mean, there's yeah. like something involving the actor and some kind of um, relation that will cause fear and creepiness and also allow the cast to hang out um, as a unit again. Cause I don't want to get rid of the guy. Yeah. I think it's, Billy's a decent possibility. Another one I've seen floating around is that it could be Brenner, who was the um, the doctor mm-hmm. who tortured Eleven when she was a kid and made her have powers. I think either of those is a decent possibility. I definitely think that there is a chance it could be someone we know. I, I have to agree with one of the YouTube comments that I think this could be the the true big bad of yeah, Stranger we, Things. We don't, we, um, you, you mean uh, with Lord Crackhead 33, you agree? Because I, I do. I do. I have to agree with Lord Crackhead here that's the that Vecnal, right? Vecna, that this person, <laughs> this person could be the, uh, the actual villain of Stranger Things um, because they're marketing this as the beginning of the end. Mm-hmm. There's only yeah. one more season after this. Yeah. It is the time to start introducing a big bad if you want them to have any kind of lasting ominous presence on the show beyond being a one and done in the final season. They Fully have to agree. Do it this season. Max will kill this guy in season five halfway through with the Valyrian Steel Dagger. Ooh. Looking forward to it. That's Yeah, probably. Okay. Punch and it. we will all be surprised. <laughs> Awesome back. There it is. Yeah, cool. I like Stranger Things. I always have. And there's definitely like this. Yeah. This is like the 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 biggest thing to come out of this week. I will say I like it. How do you guys feel? Like, are you have you watched Stranger Things? And if so, are you really looking forward to it? Or are you more on my wavelength where I'm like, it's a good show and I like it and I'll watch it. And that's about all the enthusiasm I can summon. Yeah. I mean, I mean, let us know in the comments. I, I will say I'd be curious I, to know, I really would. Yeah, I I feel like I have gone back and forth between I'm you know, it's never a show I'm like, ooh, I can't wait till more stranger things. Then mm-hmm. it comes and I'm like, this is pretty cool. Oh, definitely pretty I'm cool. I'm enjoying yes. it a lot. And then it ends and I'm like, that was awesome. And I just don't really think about it for a long time. But I have family members who are very into the 80s who are all about Stranger Things. So there are definitely people who are all all in on this show. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of in that same camp with you. Deborah's not seen it. It's worth a watch, Deborah. I, I, I do think. I just um, sure. I don't know why I just can't fully love it. And uh, thank you, Lord Crackhead. Yes, the, the, the design is awesome. And um, we, we, we thank you for your patronage. Christian's looking forward to it. Julie never seen it. Never want to see it. Sorry. Eh, it's fair, too. And Joanne has enjoyed it, but didn't binge watch. Yeah, I feel like there, but it's the best thing they have yeah. going. It's the best thing they have going. Um, anything else you're watching, Daniel, or anything else out there? What else are you guys watching out there? Anything you are super passionate about or not? Yeah. What have, what I, what have I been watching? Well, Moon Knight, you know, it's good. had a new episode today. Did you get a chance to watch that? I did. Although I will say like, I, I always watch it like kind of Wednesday during brief lunches and then in little snatches. So it's never like the best yeah. watch experience for me, but I did watch it. Yes, I'm up. I so what did you enjoy this week's episode? I did, yeah, I, did. I, yeah, yeah I, I always enjoy it. Cool. Yeah. Oscar Isaac, man. Just the way he flips He's, the switch between the hardened mercenary and the kind of Hugh Grant romantic comedy castaway British guy who's awkward and bumbling yeah. and charming. Uh just really, really effective. Um, I like I like the action scene. Like I like the action scene in a 
like a talk about like a gladiatorial arena with horses yeah. and uh, spears. And I, I, I don't know what the hell that was, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I, I feel like it was a little more brutal than I would expect from Marvel. Yes. It was a little bloodier. There, well, it was there, a little gorier. Blood, we won't spoil it too much for you, Christian. Yeah. But it was intense. I, I'll just say my favorite thing about this episode was how it portrayed Egypt, mm-hmm. because it's not a big spoiler to say this episode set primarily in Cairo, mm-hmm. in and around Cairo. And it really made me think about what the director said a few weeks back when he blasted the, the Wonder Woman 1984 yeah, he did. Uh, e- Egypt sequence, because it's just very clear that like culturally with the music they chose, with the scenes they chose that showed different sides of the city, that that's something they thought a lot about. And I think, you know, we talked last week about Moon Knight not being revelatory in any way or breaking new ground in any way. I think showing Egypt through a non-Western Orientalism lens or less of one might be a a way the show is going to do, going to make a mark, I hope. Cool. I'd like to push back on you about that. Although also, uh, Martha, yeah. while we talk about this, I wonder we get to your comment. Um, what makes you worried about Outlander? That's a cool question too. But I, I, I want to push back a little bit because I, I read your review and, yeah, yeah. and, and I've heard about this, you know, that it portrays Egypt in a less Orientalist way. And I agree to some extent, but also like not fully. Like we, we, we still not have fully. Ethan Hawke in, you know, um, wearing like one of those, I don't know what they're called, like the sun kind of shawl things, walking through the desert in full Indiana Jones mode. We still had like Oscar Isaac, who was, you know, an, a, a white presenting American man fighting, you know, thugs mm-hmm. with brown skin who licks his knife dastardly before fighting him. I don't know. I still yeah. felt like it was trading in some Indiana Jones, the mummy images going on here. I did like oh, the totally. night scenes more. I thought those, those I yeah. felt like I hadn't really seen. Where we like saw like the actual city and on the boat and people enjoying themselves yep. and partying. But uh, honestly, that was to God, one of my like, favorites. Like those day scenes of him running through the bazaar or the market chasing out somebody could have come right out of like Avengers or something. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I think it's a tricky balance to strike because it is still Marvel, right? So you're still going to have scenes oh, yeah, like that, that, is Marvel, that feel like they it? could have come. <laughs> Could have come from Avengers. Do you know what's funny? Um, I actually didn't. This is. I actually didn't realize Avengers was the same universe before I said that. That this is fair. a Marvel show, right? Cool. Which is a compliment. I think, I think. Yeah, I think that's totally a compliment. I think that's something Moon Knight is doing well is not being overly reliant on MCU. Um, so that's fair. You know, I don't have the expertise <laughs> to speak to if licking knives in fights is a normal enough thing to no. The, you know, have it not be <laughs> exotic and weird. I don't know. Um, but I think that's a fair point. I don't think it is totally divorced from the the Western Orientalism lens, but I think it is a, a decent step in that direction more than sure. anything else I can think of having seen recently. Sure. The the music's a big part of that. And like the example of the people partying cool. on the boat, that that's another one where it's like it sounded authentic. It reminded me of of traveling, that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, so I, I, I given it, it out a there because like I did have no, like I liked it. And, and I, I, I just didn't have that thought while I was watching it. Uh, and, but the nice things, yeah, I, 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 I like the night scenes more, more than the day scenes in terms of that. But yeah, good show. Okay. Same. Some good outlander talk going on in the comments. I have to yeah. read this. Julie Davies, not liking Claire this season. I want to Will Smith. Her. Oh my God. <laughs> um, Will Smith has become a verb, whether he wants to be or not, you know, that's the way it goes. 
Um, Didn't yeah, Claire I Will have... Smith someone else that episode? I, I've read oh, a yeah. review of this Mold one, fun. so I haven't seen it, but I know what happened. Um, I do as yeah, well. Yeah, Trouble on Frasier's Ridge. Honest to Sorry, God, Outlander like, fans. I'm not watching this season of Outlander, or at least I'm not current with it. Whenever I edit or even recast, I'm always like, when do you get to the Revolutionary War? Why are you just, I don't know. If I watch the show, I, 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 I think I'd want, I don't know, the Battle of Lexington Concord and not drama on the homestead. But I'm not a giant Outlander fan, so I can't really speak to this yeah. effectively. Well, uh, you know, I wonder how much of that has to do with their season getting delayed yeah, and split true. up from the pandemic because at this point like you're right the revolutionary war hasn't really started yet and they started foreshadowing it like at least a season ago Mm -hmm. um so we're now like two seasons of foreshadowing for the revolutionary war they're really taking their time to set it up i'd be surprised i guess if it's not like the show's end game the revolution i don't know where the books are going to leave off the books there are there are a few more books like they're at like I think there are I mean 10 in total and it's one per season. So, yeah, they have a while to go if they want to do the whole thing. If I, I, yeah. don't know, I, I just feel like if you're leading up the revolution and you keep talking about it, I would want to get to it. And I, I have a hard yeah. time. But again, I'm not I, I can't really speak on it. As Julie says, I want yeah. it to be better than it is so far. Just get on with it. It's a bit, it's a bit slow. That's, that's kind yeah, of what, it that's feels what I'm like. hearing too. Yeah. Everyone that I've talked to about it is saying it feels like it's just getting going. And it's like, <laughs> there, are two, there are like two more episodes left. Like it's almost over. I which mean, is... pandemic did affect everything, blah, blah, blah. blah. It I, I a disclaimer. But yeah, ho- hopefully it, it ends. Oh, you know what? I, I hope the finale ends with like George Washington the riding the horse. And Jamie's on the back of his horse and they're fighting on the British <laughs> together. That would make me happy. Something like that. Yeah. But, um, one can hope. It. But again, I, I would disclaim one more time. I am really not enough authority to speak on this, but yeah. people do send me a little down on it. I am watching. Yeah. And I, and uh, I, I do like this. Sh- oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. What have you been watching? Uh, Better Call Saul. So this is not really Ooh. our usual beat because it's not sci-fi or fantasy. But are you are you a Breaking Bad fan, Daniel? At all? I loved Breaking Bad. I haven't it seen Better so Call Saul, but Breaking Bad oh, was amazing. You, sh- I think you should watch it. This show yeah. is delicious. I feel like people throw around the words like. It, that was bad writing. That was good writing, just pretty frivolously. Mm-hmm. But Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad Before It is a well-written show. This is a show that okay. pays attention to details. The show that kind of it always has compelling conflicts rooted in the real world that almost never feel contrived, and yet they're interesting yeah. and kind of. Um, unexpected and it, it doesn't but at the same time it doesn't kind of uh, get so preoccupied with making a perfect clockwork plot that it forgets that character's the most important thing and like the the characters yeah. truly do drive the plot like Saul's or Jimmy McGill's hubris and like his kind of this kind of self-sabotaging instincts really do get the plot going and, and it's a lawyer like he's a lawyer and but and, and, and they also have yeah. the like the mechanics of how being a lawyer would actually work like meeting your other lawyers in court and okay. trying to hash out settle cases outside of court rather than going to court in the long thing of trial. And they make that interesting. And like the lines that you kind yeah. of almost cross or don't, he is kind of always tipping a little more into it. And then the other side with the drug dealing side is great. And their characters there that I really like, it's just a really well-written show that just has this solid meat and potatoes drama with the good casting, the good acting, the good writing and going somewhere interesting. And like this kind of tragedy 
like class classic like tragic in the classic sense but in like a really mundane setting i like that i like that in breaking bad and yeah. i like it here a lot it's just it's it's delicious that's a, that's what i want to keep you for it's a delicious show i think so, you should, so let I think me you'd like it let me ask you do you feel like it is so like breaking bad was mm-hmm. one of the best shows of the past however long do you feel like this is a like a worthy follow-up to it the oh, things yeah, you're saying 100%. remind me of the sorts of things people would say about breaking bad so yeah, that's 100%. exciting yeah i do i guess it doesn't have like as much of the danger aspect it, it, it's more of an ensemble yeah. too like if walter white was the undis i mean bob odenkirk who's great and nobody Christian says which is true is the main character obviously saul jim mcgill but i I feel like there's yeah. more um, ensemble stuff here going on. And I have no problem with that because that's cool. Everyone's written with the same amount of care. And yeah. the first three seasons had a really good arc between him and his brother that I loved. And now he's kind of slipping further down. I mean, it, it doesn't have like the natural because Breaking Bad, the guy is making drugs and getting into all these deals with gangsters. It's, 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 a, it's a lot of room for like combustion in terms of the drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little totally. bit less here because he's. It's a little more like an internal. It's a, it's as well written. It's as compelling. It's as well made. I like. I, I I think it is. It's equal. Yes. And I have faith that cool. they'll wrap it up because the final season is about to start. But that's why I'm catching up with it on season five, which is now on Netflix. Just a really really good show. Super solid. Cool. Super solid. I will definitely watch that one at some point. I think I, you'd I, like it's it. been on my list for a while. And also, I have to mention as marvelous watching Hannah on Amazon Prime. I have never watched Hannah. What is Hannah? Do you know that, Daniel? I don't know what what Hannah is. I have not seen that show either. I've heard the name, I think, here from Martha before, but I do not know what Hannah is. And as Julie finished watching The White Queen, which I have heard of. Nice. Cool. Yeah, I like those uh, um, kind of dramas. I also have to mention, really, really fast. I, I swear I'll take like 20 seconds with this. No more. You this take is all, so we're not in the lightning round. You outside take of our ballpark. 22 seconds if you want. Okay, they just announced that they're going to do a drag race all-star season with all the winners from the past season returning. I'm into it. I'm here for it. I watched the <laughs> hell out of that. It has nothing that to do crazy. with fantasy or sci-fi, but also doesn't it? I mean, they're transforming themselves <laughs> through artistry and makeup and clothing into crazy creatures. So is it not just like house of the dragon in a way there will be a dragon runway. That you was never nice. know, but that's yeah. Good. That was a great sell for that. Oh, Christian, I yeah, want to watch it more it. than Look I ever up. have. The whole cast is out. It's like eight former winners. Pretty exciting. That's pretty cool. If you care cool. about that, which you may not. And uh, <laughs> although I, I think Christian's into it, but I want to talk about that because I know yeah. that's like, that's just that that could not be more disparate from what we talk about here usually, but I, I, hey, I'm it's excited good to switch it up once in a while. <laughs> it's good to switch it up. And if you're excited for it, it, it variety is the spice of life, right? If you're watching only sci-fi stuff all the time, yeah, then there's life no just becomes way sci-fi I can stuff. get it into. Can we do like a separate drag race podcast? I'll find another co-host. Just talk about that while that one's on. I'll think about it. I don't know. I'm not sure who else in the office think on into that. that. Okay. That, anyway, I'm. I want to know. Yeah. What? I guess is that all we've been watching? Uh, neither of us has seen. I guess there's a new season of Russian Doll. We haven't yeah, gotten to that one I yet. Seen it. Um, I caught up on Halo, which was surprisingly oh, good. Um, good, I'm glad. I've kind of been like in this camp where Halo did a really big marketing push. I've kind of been rooting for them, but skeptical that it was going to be any good at all. And they, it's exceeded my expectations in a lot of ways. The music is great. It reminds me of Mass Effect. Cool. It mm-hmm. feels pretty inconsistent. The last episode, <laughs> it was kind of like, 
all their writing energy went to the Master Chief's plotline and introducing Cortana and the other plotline with the kid who they mm-hmm. try to make seem younger than she is. She's like in her late teens and they're like, you plucky <laughs> kid. And it's like, she's practically an adult. Why are you talking to her that way? Who wants um, a Snickers? Yeah, it felt like that. It felt like they uh, like first draft for her and all the energy went to the Master Chief. But that aside, it promising it's more promising than i had dared hope good i feel like there's a floor on those really expensive series that are still slickly enough produced to not be bad like it's hard for them to fail Mm -hmm. too much because focus just attracted to spectacle i hope it succeeds should i watch it do you think should I should, should, should I watch Halo? Should I get Paramount I mean, Plus again for a while? If you're curious about it, you know the third one's the fourth one's coming out tomorrow, so you can always do like the trial and get caught up and see if you like it. I it's hard because I don't want you to go into it expecting it to be a masterpiece. Oh, I went into I it expecting it not do to something be that stupid. No. Like I'm well aware <laughs> it's not going to be a masterpiece. Okay, it's like it's, I don't have Paramount Plus right now, so I'm like, am I gonna? subscribe to this to watch this is it that's that? the question right yeah that's the question with these streaming Netflix, services i would have already watched the premiere just for fun but uh, yeah yeah i don't know is it worth it? let's put it this way unless you are a, a hardcore star trek stan i'm not this is the the most the best reason to subscribe to paramount plus oh. that paramount plus has ever had the second best daniel because paramount plus also shows new seasons of drag race all stars so i'll be getting it why don't you have it why don't you have it because the last season ended and i canceled it again i don't need to watch that then oh fair fair enough well (laughs) then when the next season comes up that's when you watch halo i guess so yeah i'll i'll I'll, I'll get halo on then i can't believe it i'm gonna go with i'm not sure who i want to win okay what do you say we do the the (laughs) wick news lightning round before we sign off let's do it Let's okay. do it. We're we're rambling. Let's oh, let's lightning. arrange. You know, it's weird because like I always, I, I thought this would be like a short show, um, but we somehow we ended up talking better. for an hour. Okay, um, I didn't arrange <laughs> these at all, so I don't know cool. what we're gonna get. I say we just hit it and see what happens. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Chaos. I'll just ask. I'll just ask well, you first. Let's do it. Okay. okay. Um, Daniel Outlander has begun production on season seven, and they have a picture. Yay. Uh, I I say good for Outlander. I hope their next season's great. Uh, it's going to be extra long. It's like 16 episodes. Um, it, you know, it's a great show all in all. I hope it's better than this season. <laughs> Let's hope. And um, Boom. Right, uh, take that done. buzzer. Short one. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. All right. Okay, Dan. Mm-hmm. Warner Brothers may hit pause on Ezra Miller films after his arrest and meltdowns. This is the actor who plays the Flash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ezra Miller has been um, having some public uh, disorganized stuff lately. That's too bad for him. I hope it gives help. The weird thing is here. So I'm sorry. Ezra Miller, if I put on pause, canceled by Warner Brothers. Uh, J.K. Rowling's a, a out and out bigot. Johnny Depp replaced in Fantastic Beasts. The movies are lame. Like that Fantastic Beast series has so many scandals that it, it has so many scandals. It's it's just it's crazy. Well, it cannot. I win. forgot he was even in that. I totally forgot I know, he's even I know. in that. He's, Ezra because, because they're so boring. But okay. Um, yeah, that was a fun one. Um, oh, this is perfect it's for you, true, though. Um, Daniel. Yes. The producers of Elden Ring, the video game that you and I 
I think you and I still are both plain and being frustrated, a little frustrated yes, with. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, they want to work with fantasy author Brandon Sanderson. What do you think of that? You're a fan of both of these things. Yeah, I think that's kind of hilarious and great. Uh, Sanderson made kind of a salty comment about wishing he'd worked with them instead of George R. R. Martin because he is a huge longtime fan of their games. And they basically reached out and sent him a big merch box and were like, hey, we'd like to work with you maybe sometime in the future. So I want to play that game whenever it comes out. I think I'll do a good job. Sorry, Julie. I did go way over. I apologize for that. It was my fault. It was necessary because otherwise you wouldn't have known about the menace that is Ezra Miller, Julie. (laughs) Okay. All right, Dan. Netflix confirms Lock and Key is ending with season three. Yeah, so Lock and Key is a Netflix show adapted from a comic by Stephen King's son, Joe Hill. Ah, all these names just have my head. Um, popular show, interesting show, fantasy show. They're in, they're in a house and they have magic keys to go in other worlds. I watched it a bit. I was like, eh, but it's been a nice little hit and I hope they have a chance to wrap it up nicely and then bring it on home. Yeah, nice. All right. Speaking of popular YA series, we to the screen. Uh, Daniel, Walter Scoble, who played young Ryan Reynolds in the Netflix movie, The Adam Project recently, will officially play Percy Jackson in the new Disney Plus adaptation of the popular Percy Jackson book series. I kind of love this casting. I think uh, Walker Scoble was great in The Adam Project. He, he really did an excellent job. I'd love to see him as Percy Jackson. I think it's a nice twist from the movies casting of Percy Jackson, where they kind of pick like a handsome, taller sure. like kid to play the role. It's like they pick this kind of fidgety, smaller kid that fits the character. And by the way, Martha, thank you for the information on Hannah. I will check it out. All right. Oh, man. Okay. I have to pronounce this. I have okay. to pronounce this right. Oh, otherwise, I have no idea. Otherwise whoever uh-huh. paramount will come cancel us what we'll does so star trek uh-huh. star trek reveals spock's name his full name is sachin to guy spock but then they took it back yeah this what is gives? weird so there's a star trek convention in chicago actually right now and he has a new show coming out the strange new world where ethan Peck plays spock in this new kind of serialized star trek show and they had posters where they said his full name is that bunch of letters right over there which apparently he's 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 never had a full name before. It's always just Spock, which I thought it was just Spock. But then they said, like, it's yeah. not really that. Hmm. I, yeah, I, was like I thought that, that was hilarious. That is pretty funny. Like, no, it's not. It's just but we'll reveal at some point that I can, OK, we'll wait to stop or or. Yeah. Julie will be mad at us if we if we, if we don't stop, which and she. And, OK. And she'll be right to. OK, okay this is a, this is a fun true. one. Uh, Daniel, The Last Kingdom was the most watched show on Netflix the week of its premiere with over 1.4 billion minutes watched. The most watched show. Good for you, Netflix. I mean, Leskin. Good. Yeah, good for The Last Kingdom. That show has been so underrated. Mm -hmm. It's great. The names are a little confusing, but man, is it worth bearing with it through that because it's just been one of the most consistent great shows. If you liked Game of Thrones, early Game of Thrones, you owe it to yourself to watch The Last Kingdom. Under beaten Richard. Wow. Because <laughs> if that's what, All right. that's what this is. <laughs> okay. Uh, ooh, ooh, this is cool. So, Dan, yeah. AMC mm-hmm. released some new teasers for their show, Interview with the Vampire, based on ooh. the books by Anne Rice. They released a picture of Lestat and Louise Coffins. You excited for this? I am excited for this. Yeah. Um, I like uh, the original movie, 94. 
Um, I, I read yeah. some of the books. I like Jacob Anderson. I like it's going to work. And I like just, you know, just like a moody, uh, grisly vampire story. It could be fun if they do it right. I will watch this. I am intrigued by this. Yes. I don't like their cinematic universe in it, but um, I'm cool by the yeah. show. Yes. I never come in under. <laughs> I keep talking until the map falls <laughs> off. Um, that was close. And that we did a full hour. I, I honestly yeah. thought that we would do short this week because we only had the start the stranger things trailer but oh, whatever me too hey there's stuff to say can i can i just point out mm-hmm. we moved ahead on spock because we didn't want to run over because julie would get mad at us and julie's now asking why they took it back sometimes you just have to go oh, over oh yes this kind of thing happens <laughs> nobody knows julie like they they released the poster and I guess they weren't supposed to release the poster or something like someone yeah. messed up, like some lower ranking Paramount Plus employee or it was it, it was the but, wrong name on the poster. We don't know. All they know is that they released the poster with that name on it. And then it got out there and then they were like, no, no, no that's not right. Sorry. Our mistake. We don't know what mistake was. Yeah, um, it was weird. But um, their statement was really funny. It was, it was something really like funny, yeah. it, we Spock does have a full name. That's not it. And you'll know it when we tell you it. it I bet that's it. That's his full name. And they're going to reveal that at some point in an episode later down the line. They're going to reveal that. It's a Very giant important. Spock. I'm not a giant Star Trek guy. I just, I fully just thought it was like Cher or Pele. His name was just Spock. But okay, I guess Pele he has more names. Oh, oh, got you. Not his first name was Pele. No, he has a single name. name. Okay, okay, okay. We got to go. Um, Everybody. Okay, okay. Thanks for watching. This has been Take the Black. We stream live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Winter is Coming Facebook page and the Winter is Coming YouTube page. We're also downloadable wherever podcasts are downloadable. You know, iTunes, Google Play, et cetera, and so forth. I uh, hope to see you here uh, next time. You can't go home, but you can stay here because this is the internet. Good night. Yay. This podcast is brought to you by Fansighted. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.